Welcome to the Truth CSGO podcast, episode 36, an interview with Nikola Niko Kovac of the FaZe Clan. This is Niko and you're listening to the Truth CSGO podcast. Are we rushing in or are we going sneaky beaky like... Now, before we jump into this interview, this is a little bit of CSGO news to recap briefly. And before I do, apologies for any construction noise in the BG. I've moved house in the last week and somehow have moved to a house where there is even more construction going on. There's literally a tram line being put in three doors down. So apologies for that. Now, we are nine hours away from ESL1 Cologne as of recording this podcast, and the teams we are looking at are FaZe, Astralis, Na'Vi, and perhaps a reinvigorated SK, who are now part of the Immortals franchise under a Made in Brazil banner. This is also the first big tournament for Ents, the all-finished team put together by Alu. So it'll be interesting to see how they go. And uh, one of the other big storylines, I guess, is that if FaZe win this tournament, they are going to win the Intel Grand Slam, which is a million dollars. And it can s- and you, to win this million dollars, you have to win four IEM events during a year. Um, and that's going to be that would be the first time this has ever happened. Um, two of the other storylines that have happened, or the other other bits of news that have happened in the last week or so, Snacks has gone to Mouse Sports. To replace Sticko, which wasn't the obvious move <laughs> that anybody was really expecting. Snacks is a very skilled player, but is he the support player they need? Sticko was a very heavily supportive player, flashing for people, doing the dirty work, doing the dog work. Uh, and Snacks really isn't known for being a support player. In fact, basically the opposite, more like a lone wolfer, a bit of a lurker, often playing sort of one and done high risk positions with a mag seven. Uh, so it'll be very interesting to see whether he will actually shake up their lineup too much. Um, according to HLTV, Mouse Sports have been in 12 consecutive playoffs and they've won three titles since uh, late last year, getting their uh, new lineup after PGL Major Krakow. So it's basically a winning formula. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how much this shakes things up. And potentially, they've got three Opas now. Chris J, Oscar, and Snacks often takes it up. So who knows what's going to happen there. Also, a bit of a controversial move considering players like Kiyoshima were available and on the market. Kiyo is known as a bit of a supportive player. He's actually won, I think, two majors uh, compared to Snacks as one. Um, and he was floating around. Uh, so who knows whether Snacks is the right move. Although, you know, the buyout, I think, was rumored to be about 290000 But Snacks is a very, very strong personal brand. So it's possible that the Mouse Sports organization did this as more of a commercial move. Uh, I'm sure adding Snacks to your lineup is going to bring a lot of uh, VP fans across to your lineup. And VP, as we know, even despite their shitty, shitty performances in the last year, are still probably one of the biggest brands in CSGO. Even at IEM Sydney, there were tons and tons of VP jerseys that were being worn around the arena, despite the fact that Virtus Pro were nowhere near uh, the tournament itself. Now, the other news is that Sticko has gone to Cloud9, or at least he's in Cloud9 for the duration of ESL1 Cologne. It's not clear to me how long he'll be there. And I'm also not sure how this will play out, but I assume now that he has 
returned. Uh, he has taken the place of FNS. Uh, Tarek will return to the IGL role. Uh, the final news is that Sixer, Kiyoshima, Scream, XMS, and Haji have started a team called Left Out. <laughs> I assume they're called Left Out because these were players who were sidelined uh, on Envious. Uh, but Left Out has actually already uh, qualified for the European minor. So unless they manage to pick up a, a sponsor before the actual major, we might actually see Left Out playing at the majors because, as has been noted on various forums and whatnot, Scream has actually been playing back at the level of the uh, Scream we know and love. And the fact that these players have joined together voluntarily, where it seemed a lot of the problems with MVS happened through maybe Happy's IGLing perhaps, or moves that weren't necessarily chosen by the players... This might actually be the French team that is going to give us some success, right? It's going to finally give us that French team that we've been waiting for. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with Left Out. But um, without any further ado, let's get into this interview. Now, this was taken at IEM Sydney 2018, and I promise you the IEM Sydney 2018 content will be coming out for the rest of the year in dribs and drabs. Nico had just won the entire tournament with FaZe Clan and he was instrumental in it. And it was lovely because they were pipped at the post the year before by SK. And if FaZe are going to take ESL1 Cologne, it's going to be because of this guy. Let's be honest. So here he is, Nikola Nico Kovac. I'm here with Nico from FaZe. He has just won IAM Sydney 2018. He seems pretty nonplussed about it. <laughs> Maybe trying to hide it. Uh, just first feelings, I would say. First feelings are not going to hit until a while. Yeah, I guess so. Back at the hotel room, maybe. Celebrate. Crack a fresh beer. Exactly. Um, congratulations. I mean, last year, I thought you guys really deserved to win. And it was tough for me to see you guys lose because I felt like you were underdogs then as well did you feel like that in 2017 no I think in 2017 we were kind of favorites that event because SK was in a slump before that event that was their first event they won before they hit their peak so and we won just before that the star ladder so I think that we were like kind of favorites in that matchup but yeah maybe I thought you were sort of underdogs because they'd won so many events already in 2017 Maybe that was one of the first slump. events. They had never. That was their first big event, big uh, big win in 2017. Okay, Nico is currently schooling me on Counter-Strike. <laughs> Dude, you played amazing today. Um, often the camera is on you because you're on the end of the uh, line of the table. And I was talking with Carrigan about the idea of a sports psychologist that's bandied about. You obviously play with a lot of passion. How did you keep that determination today? Uh, pretty much used to it because I play so many times on stage and the camera is all the time on me so I'm not trying to hide something on the camera I always show my emotions and rage emotions everything I like I feel I show it in the camera so that might be good might be bad I don't know and I don't care that much un- un- unless it affects me or my team mm-hmm. but uh, other, other than that I don't really care what I show on the camera yeah but it seems like you get tilted sometimes in, in maps uh, it's not about till. I just sometimes get uh, frustrated because how I died. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. But I never get frust. I never get mad. 
like it, it never affects me for the next round or map or the match or the whole series, whatever. I'm just like, I just get frustrated how I died and that's what I show on the camera and that's what the people see and they think that I'm mad and, or that I'm mad on the team, that I'm raging or whatever. So I don't really care, I don't really care much about it, yeah. as I already said, unless it's going to affect my teammates and they know how I'm reacting when I die. So. They know they know that and they know that it's not affecting them as well. Right, and Olaf Meister would just call you a fucking nerd. <laughs> he likes to call me like that. <laughs> do you miss it? Do you miss him? Yeah, Olaf is. Uh, he was a really good friend. We were roommates, and uh, he's obviously a great player. He was a big piece in our team. So yeah. Yeah. I miss him. One of the things I've talked about on my podcast before uh, is is that I'm worried that you're partying too much, Nico. Are you partying too much? I don't know, maybe. Just during the weekends. <laughs> really? Yeah. In Serbia? Yeah. I, know, I like I like having fun. I don't like sitting at home that much and playing other games. So I just go to other girls' side and do something with the friends. Which is usually having a few beers, going to a party and stuff like that. Do you dance? Sometimes. Are you a good dancer? <laughs> no, I'm not a good dancer. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some sort of picture, I think, on Instagram with you with a tiger on your, on your uh, head or something. That was in Mexico, in Cancun, for ECS. Ah. But that was just like show, kind of show. Looks like fun. You going out tonight? Of course. <laughs> have to celebrate it's it. A stupid question. Um, I just want to chat about Robin real quickly. You've called him your daddy. Yeah, I like. He's uh, the oldest person in the team, most experienced, and I learned a lot from him. So that's why I made a joke that he's my daddy because mm-hmm. I also call him that he's really old. <laughs> we are making fun of that, and so that's basically why I'm calling him daddy. And I really like him. I like. I never had better coach than him. What's the most important thing that he's taught you? I cannot remember right now, but he's really like mature player and everything so he has been doing this for quite a long time and he knows how to deal with all the stuff in the scene so he helps a lot to the team and to me personally individually inside and outside the game I've been talking with a lot of the players about competitiveness and where the drive to be the best comes from you seem to have had it for a long time does that come from your parents does it come from your brothers and sisters why do we why do you want to be the best because a lot of people don't uh, I don't know, I just do what I like and I guess, I don't know, I've been playing this game for a long time and I always had the same goal, Some, like, I don't know, maybe I'm, I don't really, I don't really have any good reasons why I'm good, it's just like natural, then it's like some kind of talent, then I learned a lot and I learned fast since I was young as well and I just kept, I just kept giving 100% to this and that's why I'm here I guess. Did your father say, you know, be the best at whatever you do? Uh, no, but they always kept supporting me. They always, for them, obviously, I'm always the best. So they always kept supporting me. That's why I'm here right now, just because of them. They support. They've been supporting me since I was eight, nine, because I was like dodging the school. Like I didn't learn anything in the school because of ah, CS. And you they were, were skipping school. I'm not really skipping, but like I didn't really care about school. I just mm-hmm. cared about CS, and right. they were supporting me. But they also said like you should finish the school, but just, however, but stay focused on CS. And right. they just, I just did that. And once I finished the school, or the last year of high school, I got invited to most sports, and uh, that's where I started 100%. Well, how do you feel about Nico from Heroic? Same name. Should he change his name? I don't mind. I don't care that much. It's up to him. Because I'm kind of bigger, so I don't know if he cares. 
that they call him a fake Nico. So it's his problem. I guess so. I don't really have any problem with that because obviously. Because you're number one, baby. Maybe not saying I'm number one, but I'm just bigger at the moment. So that's why I don't really care much about it. But I, he might care. I have no idea.